now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and Gina. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 764, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. If you're looking to book a trip, we would be glad to help. Just text Vicki, Gina, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So before we kick off, and I think that I talked to Stephanie about this, I don't know if I talked to Gina, so it may be a surprise for you, but I wanted to talk about the addition to our podcast name. And we are still the Mousecapades podcast. However, we felt like since we're all selling other things besides Disney, that's why we added the more part to the introduction. So if you have something that you would like to say say about that, like you think that's not necessary or you just don't like it or whatever we would love to hear your input um but we thought we would try it out and just see because we have been adding more information and we do sell other things besides disney we sell universal and uh cruises and just all kinds of vacations so that is why we did it but we appreciate you listening to us each and every week again we welcome your thoughts on anything that we talk about so you can text us at 636-373-4497 just with thoughts or Um, things that you heard or whatever you want to do. We're really trying to make this more interactive. I would love to do long-term, I would love to do like a call-in show where we just answer your questions, but we'll have to see what that brings or if that happens. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. Would be neat, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I just think that sometimes just the being real. Uh, last week, Stephanie interviewed me for the hurricane trip, and it was probably one of the, I didn't get to talk to Brad fully about it, but I think it was probably the easiest one for him to edit because it was seriously the beginning and the end. We just talked. Yeah, we just talked and had a conversation, and it was awesome. Like there was no flub ups because she was just saying things to me and I was saying things to her and yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna kick this one off with a say it ain't so, because that's what Brad would say instead of say it isn't so. But recently two YouTubers were interviewing a former cast member and she was a cast member who played Cinderella at Disneyland. When she was asked what the hardest part of her job was, She told them this, it's kind of sad, kind of a bummer, um, kind of disgusting, but Cinderella always has to be in character. So many times entire families 
They would pose with her for a picture, which would give the fathers an opportunity to get real close and grab her behind. Um, Cinderella's character, she wouldn't say stop, so they had to have keywords to let her escorts know that she needed to leave right then. So when Cinderella would begin to talk about Lucifer, which is Cinderella's stepmother's cat, the escorts knew that Cinderella needed to be escorted away as quickly as possible. She then went on to explain that there was this one instance when there was a repeat offender. He had been known for grabbing Disney princesses around the park and trying to kiss them. So this particular individual was kicked out of Disneyland following their behavior. Just remember when you're visiting the Disney parks, always show respect to cast members, including the actors and the actresses portraying your favorite Disney characters. I mean, come on, seriously, you wouldn't do that to a random person in public. Why would you do it to Cinderella? Uh Oh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't think it was intentional, Lou. I'm sure these people that she was referring to were probably like the creepy old men who are very intentional. So, yeah, he probably was mortified. smart oh my goodness that's hilarious i mean like that's good that it can do it but that was hilarious yeah that yeah i mean you would never think of that wow the things you don't think about when you're creating when you're being innovative to be like vacation where um what do you call it the very first vacation movie with chubby chase when they got off that roller coaster and they're surrounded by this SWAT team only this would be the whole emergency team because they think you're having a heart attack oh my goodness uh so disney's encanto took the world by storm since its premiere in 2021 
with its breathtaking visuals and emotional storyline and some of the most popular Disney songs to date, including We Don't Talk About Bruno, Surface Pressure, and The Family, Family Madrigal. Disney just announced an all-new immersive Encanto-themed experience welcoming guests soon. I got all excited about this. Wait till you hear where it's at. Fans can say hola, casita, in the latest collaboration between Camp and Walt Disney Animation Studios. Disney Encanto times Camp, this 6,000-square-foot experience inspired by the film and created in partnership with Disney, opened its doors in New York City on Saturday, October 8th, so this past Saturday, transporting families into the colorful world of Disney Animations Encanto and allowing guests to enjoy an exciting hour-long visit filled with candlelight, cumbia, and most of all, magic. No, I highly recommend you going. I honestly, though, it gets overwhelming. So I'd say three or four days would be good and then go back to do other things that you want to do just because there's so much. And especially since the pandemic, I haven't been there since then. As uh, one of my colleagues calls it peopling, there's too much peopling going on in New York City. And we're so used to it not being like that. It would be hard for me to go there, I think. And I am a person who likes people. <laughs> but you like interacting with people and you sometimes get some weird looks when you try and interact with people in New York. True. I mean, they're friendly, but it's kind of foreign to them for right. people to like, they are very busy and on their way and they have a, a purpose for getting from point A to point B and they don't really need you to sit and chat with them. Yeah, exactly. That was the thing that we thought was hilarious was our friend Jennifer, and I don't remember this from when we were in junior high and high school, but she made friends with everybody everywhere we went. She'd be like, hi, are you having a good day? Where are you from? And we would just, we were laughing because we were hanging out together at the Lazy River and she was making new friends all the way around it. She just floated on by herself and made new friends. That's me. <laughs> I feel like that was me, but she's, yeah, she's more than I am for sure. And it was just funny because I'm like, where's Jennifer? And they're like, oh, she's over there making new friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't either. I have to talk to somebody every, like every bus ride, every airplane ride, every, um, every time like I'm in a pool, <laughs> like I'm just whoever's around me, I'm talking to you. Okay, so lifelong Disney fans have a question. Where are all the Disney works containing Walt, like the wonderful world of color, Walt Disney Presents, and more? So Disney Plus has a lot of programs like Behind the Attractions, the Imagineering Story, and the pre-opening report from Disneyland. However, there's a surprisingly large amount of Walt's own presentations that are missing from their documentary collection, and people want them added. While the streaming service might have a few episodes of his Disneyland TV series, there's so much more that Disney fans are missing out on, hosted by the man behind the mouse himself. Any Disney fan knows that the Walt Disney Archives is a vast repertory of historic pieces in the company's origins and many bearing Walt's personal touch. So it made us ask, where are these amazing pieces that Walt poured his heart into? And when are they going to be added to Disney Plus? Sooner rather than later, Disney, please, 
It is really confusing to me. I'm just saying like just the ones we're on Sunday nights and you guys are younger than I am. So maybe you don't remember that, but that is what I remember watching with my mom and how I first got started was the Sunday night shows when he would come into your living room and um, Tinkerbell would fly over him with fairy dust and um, he would introduce whatever the Disney movie was for that week. I, I don't see why those aren't on or the Mousecapade shows. I mean, uh, not Mousecapades, the um, <laughs> Mouseketeers. That's, That's us, yes. Why are we not on there? I remember the name. So another thought of like why they're doing this and holding back, do you think it has anything to do with them kind of waiting for Disney numbers to start falling and then a little carrot, like, here's the good stuff. We're saving it. Maybe. Very possible. Yep. And I will tell you, um, as a person that got stuck there <laughs> and was given the hurricane half price of $600 a night. Um, so I, and I don't know if you know this, Gina, but Stephanie does. So we were charged on the 28th, which is the original day that we were supposed to leave so that we could stay there Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday night because we couldn't get a flight home until Saturday. Then on Saturday morning, when I got up, I was divvying up the money that everybody owed me and I went on my credit card statement and it had the same amount that was charged on Wednesday subtracted and then on Sunday it completely fell off and it was gone and and I thought well we knew that they were bringing first responders were bringing families that had lost everything to Disney World and putting them in there and obviously they weren't going to pay because they right um, so we didn't know if they were just, they decided to do that because we were guests that they knew had to stay because of the hurricane. Um, if they were just turning it into their insurance or the government was funding it or whatever was going to happen. So I just waited because I told my friends, I'm not charging you because that's not right to take your money if I wasn't really charged. Fast forward to Tuesday and voila, it popped back on. It wasn't 
wasn't $1,910, it was $1,875, but that's just, it was a lot of money. And honestly, the only day that we really got to enjoy the um, amenities of that fantastic resort was, uh, other than the fact that we got to stay in one place, we didn't have to be like Pop Century or Caribbean Beach or something. Um, but yeah, $600 a night, I was kind of sad. That's very expensive. So I, I thought they were going to give better rates than that. Right. I don't know. So Disney fans are shocked when they reflect on the prices. Actually, I was shocked when, when we reflect on the prices at Disney World 30 years ago when Splash Mountain opened. So we talked about last week that it celebrated its 30th anniversary on October the 2nd, which is ironic because October 1st was the 40th anniversary for Epcot. So it was a big weekend at in the Disney World area um, right after a hurricane too. The grand opening ad for Splash Mountain advertised a one-day ticket to Disney World for $24 a day. Uh, Disney World Resorts stays started as low as $99 a night for Florida residents. And one guest remembers staying at a Disney Resort for $80 a night around the time that the ride opened. If Disney was still using this price, factoring inflation over time, guests should be playing for a 10-day ticket, non-park hopper, just $56 a day. But we all know that's not possible. Wow. I was like, wow, I want that. Wow, wow, wow. Now, $99 a night is not that low for a hotel like that inflation price because you can still stay at all all star for like what 170. that no it didn't say in the article i was reading but <laughs> with that in mind you can't just double the price of a park ticket right like that's the amount that park tickets have gone up is insane right Absolutely insane. Ah, oh, gotta love that. Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to some of that hurricane information for you. If you listen to last Friday's Hurricane um, Ian review that Vicki and I were um, on, we were just discussing it and we were kind of talking a little bit about the hurricane just a second ago as well. Well, we learned a little more about how Disney handled Hurricane Ian. There were thousands of cast members who stayed on site during the storm and so here's kind of what they did. There was about 65-ish cast members that worked together to prepare more than 40,000 meal kits for Walt Disney World Resort hotel guests. Those were those kits that Vicki talked about where they kind of had it all packaged together and um, ready to buy and go type kits. So there's about 65 people who are putting those together. Additionally, there was about 50 cast members who stayed on site at Disney's Animal Kingdom to protect and care for Disney parks animals. So they think of everything during this hurricane. And they were like, what about the animals? What do we do with them? One of the cast members had this to say, some animals prefer to be outside where they can see their surroundings. Antelopes, for example, can spook easily in a storm. 
One cast member said, a lot of animals can just hunker down out on the savanna and do really well. We've studied their behavior over the years to know what's best for them. Disney said that cast members of all seniority levels came together to keep guests and the Disney parks safe. The head of the custodial at Disney's Animal Kingdom was on the ground raking up debris, just like the cast members she manages. We just want to give a shout out to all of the cast members that cared for all of the guests at that time um, when they were probably equally as nervous and unsure about what he, Hurricane Ian would do. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. You guys are incredible. You didn't show any of your anxiety. Vicky raved and raved about mm-hmm. how wonderfully you treated everybody. You were dealing with people who had really high anxiety about all of this and you were kind of their anchor and their calm through all of it. And you also thought of everything because I mean, like I wouldn't know what to do with right. all of these animals. And so just, cool. just the amount of care that you put into it is incredible. I mean, you go look for that. True story. couldn't see what nation it was in but yeah the part the little character was dancing and had no head oh my goodness oh no sounds like joey he'll get over it. that girl that we reviewed <laughs> yeah no kidding uh stephanie's client she's like it was creepy Well, good. Well, that's good. That is good. So I know that we know rumors have been circulating for a while that Luca is going to have a sequel, but the Pixar director Enrico Casarosa denied that a sequel is in development. And if you remember, Luca was dropped directly to Disney Plus, but it wasn't ever at a theater, which made the movie. It was very popular, but it made the movie not make as much because it was just straight to Disney Plus. And Disney fans grew to love the characters from the first time that we saw them. But Enrico Casarosa stated again that no sequel to Luca is in the works at Pixar. However, he did say he's developing a new original film without disclosing any details about that project. So I guess we're going to have to wait to see what his next project is. 
But I did hear right away that Luca was going to get a sequel, so. It was a really good movie. I would like to see that one. Um, so this one is a little bit of a strange story. Um, we know that everyone, they go to Disney to feel the magic. And so there are specific rules in place at both Disney World and Disneyland Resort to ensure that guests are safe during their experience. Well, recently, a Disney fan shared that they suffered a severe panic attack in the bathroom at the Transportation Ticket Center at Magic Kingdom. And the attack, according to the guests, caused them to pull the fire alarm. As a result of pulling the fire alarm, which disrupted everyone else, the guest was essentially banned from the Disney parks pending an appeal. Well, the guest sent an apology to Disney for their actions, explaining they just can't control their actions sometimes and that they're seeking help for their condition. Uh, and Disney, at the moment, they said their first priority is the safety of others. And so that's why they banned this guest. What is your opinion on that? I don't understand why a panic attack. Yeah. Were they panicking that they thought there was a fire? I mean, that didn't make any sense to me. We've seen enough panic attacks at school. Yeah, I mean, I've had my own panic attacks. Like, I would never pull an alarm. That almost seems like it'd be a, a more of a crowd. If you pull right. an alarm, everybody's going to start rushing. And I don't know. It sounded to me like an excuse. A bad one. I don't but know. like trying to plead a, some sort of excuse that wasn't legit. Like, I don't know why somebody having a panic attack would pull an alarm. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I just was like, I don't know. I'm with you. A panic attack seems it would cause more people to be around you, not less. Yeah. I don't know. Crazy. Yes, you will. Last Christmas would be good. Maybe. Mm. Very, very possible. Oh man, that ride is amazing. I know. That's what we did. We just went ahead and bought an individual lightning lane. Because if you're park hopping, you're out of luck. You cannot join the virtual queue. So your only option is paying for it. A lightning lane. Does he ride rock and roller coaster? Does he ride space, space mountain? Okay. It's like space mountain on crack. That's what, that's what, um, 
someone told us. And see, I called it a double rock and roller coaster because that's what it was to me. Like twice as long as rock and roller coaster. I don't understand why he Because true. he controls it. That's true. He controls it. Well, once again, I want to give a shout out to some of our listeners that have reached out to us. Angela and Lee, Travis, Andrew, Crystal, Virginia, Kelly, Kathleen, Ashley, and of course, our friend Ben. Thanks for joining us. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki talks about her childhood girl trip to Disney prior to the Hurricane Ian with two of her three friends that went. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Have a magical day, my friends. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse.